welcome, Quest for You fans. I have a great episode for you today, but before I start, I would like to ask you a huge favor. It will take you less than two minutes to do so, I promise. Simply share this or previous episodes with a friend or family member. Someone you might think could benefit from this podcast. Someone who could use a little bit of motivation. Someone you know might feel stuck or simply is working on improving themselves in any area of their life. I know there's at least one person like that that you know. And maybe they don't listen yet to podcasts. Then yes, it may take a little longer to explain to them how they work. And even better, you introduce them to podcasts and mine is the first one they listen to. I couldn't wish for more. But if they are already familiar with podcasts, then this will take very little time. You can forward this episode straight from the app where you listen, via email or text, with a nice note. Or you can send to my website, questforyou.com, forward slash podcast. Easy. And if you could do this for me, I would be extremely grateful. Because whether you realize it or not, this is how the word spreads. Most brand new products out there that don't have a huge budget for advertising campaigns get popular through word of mouth. So please, share my podcast with one friend and I know it will spread from there. And now let's dive into today's episode. I came across the phrase conditioning your mind on another podcast and I was captivated. It made me think about a recent conversation I had with a friend. He's a photographer and we talked about my speaking career that I'm trying to launch and he shared how he started with photography. He shoots these beautiful images of outdoor places and he mentioned how he would travel all over California to take photographs in the beginning. This took a lot of his time and at that time he still had a 9 to 5. He told me examples where he would drive all the way to Yosemite on a Sunday to shoot and then came back early Monday morning just in time to get to work, sometimes without even changing clothes. And then he mentioned mistakes that he made that he didn't notice until he came back home from his long trips. Of course those mistakes hurt. Imagine driving three to four hours somewhere to take photographs only to come back with nothing. But this is how he learned and got better, to the point where he has perfected his game and he sells his work regularly. He's successful. He invested, and he still invests a lot of time and money. But something else, but something else that he said really stuck with me, which was, in the beginning, when he started out, he told me, you have to live and breathe it. It has to be on your mind all the time. At first I thought, well, that's impossible. I have a lot of other things going on in my life. I can't just think of speaking all the time. I will miss other things that are also important. But then slowly, I let it sink in and I thought about it. And I realized, I do this already. When something is really important to me, I think about it a lot. And what came to mind first was, of course, climbing. Specifically, Here is what I do often. After work, when I'm heading to the gym to get myself going and because my brain is too tired to listen to a podcast, 
I listen to upbeat music in my car. And quite often I imagine myself climbing in beautiful places. Utah, for example, has a special place in my heart. I would love to go there just for a month or two and just climb. I love climbing and being out in nature. I love how it makes me feel. So yes, often I drive home and think about climbing. I dream of scaling those huge walls, being a master at crack climbing, and I feel so good. Let me tell you, I dreamed about Utah before I ever went, and over Thanksgiving last year, I was in Utah, and I didn't even plan or think about this trip. My climbing partner suggested it. All summer, I dreamed about climbing, and I climbed all summer. And I know if I continue to dream about climbing, I will continue to spend my weekends in amazing places. Every time I think about climbing, I condition my mind. I train my mind that climbing is a priority. As a result, my mind is focused on climbing. I will look for long weekends and start booking climbing trips. I will pay attention to emails from my favorite store, REI, and to watch what climbing gear is on sale. I will reach out to climbing partners and check their availability for upcoming weekends. I will watch videos and read articles on climbing, and I could go on and on. Conditioning our mind is training. It's like taking two dumbbells and starting to work my biceps. I'm telling my muscles that it's time to work, time to grow. The same happens with the brain. I'm telling my mind which direction to focus on. Conditioning is strengthening through repetition. Athletes condition their bodies and minds constantly. They work the muscles they need for top performance, and they prepare their mind for the day of the event. They see themselves performing the functions, winning the game, getting the medal, and during their regular practice, they see themselves working harder and getting better results each time. I strongly believe that change starts in the brain. Back to my climbing example. Last year I began following climbers on Instagram. I was specifically fascinated with people climbing wide or narrow cracks in the rock, as it requires a special technique. It's not easy, but I became determined to learn it. And Utah is a popular destination for crack climbers, as it has a lot of the rock that lends itself to this form of climbing. The images and videos I watched locked themselves into my brain. I purchased a book on crack climbing, and every chance I got when I was outdoors, I practiced. And over Thanksgiving, I was in Utah. This new passion of crack climbing started in my mind, and it slowly unfolded into my life because I began to take action on it. I made small changes into the direction my brain started pointing me towards. But here is the problem. Crack climbing is nice. It's fun. I would love to learn it and perfect it. I'd love to spend my entire vacation this year in Moab, Utah and climb. But it's not my priority. I enjoy it. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't do things we enjoy. But if all we focus on are the things we enjoy... We don't develop the skills that we need to advance our lives and the lives of the people around us. This year, 
Actually, specifically on the day that I spoke with my photographer friend, I realized the reason my podcast only has a few listeners, the reason I haven't launched myself as a speaker yet, the reason my finances are in a mess, is that I have not paid attention to these areas of my life. They are definitely important areas for me, but I didn't focus on them with the same intensity that I focused on other things, like climbing. In spurts, once in a while, briefly, I've done things. I've given speeches, I'm meeting with my podcast team, I'm checking my checking accounts. But as soon as things are done and checked off, I move on. Intensity is not there. Change starts in the brain. It happens quicker when we're really excited. Like when we meet someone that we like, we think about the person all the time. Of course we will not ignore their messages for days. But for things that we want to do, but may not feel as motivated about, like I when it comes to promoting myself or my podcasts, like you who wants to quit a habit or start a new project, for those difficult changes, we need to get our brain on board first. We need to condition our mind. Like an athlete getting ready to train or step into a competition. And how do we do this? For a minute, I wondered the same thing when my friend told me this. But then I realized, I know how. I already do this. I do it with things that I like. I do it with the people I want to be with. I focus on them singularly. Nothing else matters. Only climbing every weekend. Let's go. Nobody else matters. Only this guy. How can I meet him, spend more time with him, get to know him better? Of course, I would never admit that. My mind is solely focused on one thing. But try to think of something currently on your mind. And you will see, there's a lot of time dedicated to thinking about this one thing. So, the way you condition your mind to get going and move forward on something that really matters to you, but you're not currently doing, is exactly the way I did it with climbing. I dreamt of scaling walls like Alex Honnold. I saw my photographer friends with me on the wall, capturing the most amazing images of me. And then I envisioned my friends in amazement when they saw them on Instagram. I could feel the happiness as if I was on the wall. I dreamt about taking weeks, months off, living in a van, being in the mountains, and all I do is climb. It feels good. I didn't do this on purpose. Climbing gives me joy and I have summited many peaks last year. So I know how good it feels. It was simply a comfortable place for my mind to go to and aspire more. I would come back from a trip and I started dreaming of the next mountain. Or I couldn't go climbing for a couple weekends. I started dreaming more and more about what would be the next place I would go to. But, and I already told you this, I don't want to just climb. I want to accomplish other things in life. Those people that I follow and admire on Instagram, that's all they do. They climb. I don't know how they make a living, but they live and they post pictures every day of themselves 
scaling walls. That's not me. I want to speak. I want a successful podcast that changes people's lives. I want to grow my network with people that help me become better in those two areas. And then I want to post pictures of me speaking on stages on Instagram. In between, I would love to post a climbing picture here and there. But I want to make a difference in other people's lives with my voice. Get clear on what you really want. I cannot emphasize how important this is, because that is where your thoughts will go. And where your thoughts go, your focus goes. Since this finally clicked with me, I've already made a few changes. Here are a few. Instead of thinking about climbing in the car home from work, I started thinking about speaking, networking with new people, and promoting my podcast. It's not easy, but I'm trying and it'll become easier every time I do it. And climbing will still take place, but it will not occupy hours of my thinking and researching. I will climb when I can. Instead of going out searching for those opportunities, I will let them come to me, evaluate them, and then decide. And this weekend, specifically, I made a very critical decision that I may tell you potentially later about in regards to climbing. I went climbing with a different person because I just wanted to enjoy it. I didn't want to focus so much on learning everything and climbing hard stuff. I just wanted to enjoy it. And I had an amazing day. But maybe I'll share more about this later. Next, instead of listening to random podcasts because I liked them, I began adding in others that discuss trends in podcasting and speaker-specific podcasts. I started taking notes on good interview questions that I may want to use in my interviews. I also started looking around for speaker-related events in my area, and I already reached out to a few people. The changes I have implemented so far, they begun in my mind. My friend brought them to the forefront in my brain. It's not that I didn't know them, but I didn't really consider them. You have to live and breathe it. It has to be on your mind all the time. He's right. And when I heard the phrase, conditioning your mind, last week on a podcast, I knew right away it expressed exactly what my friend was trying to tell me. And I realized how I already do this. And I now know that I need to do it for everything else that I want to accomplish. And if you are struggling to get going with something or don't have the momentum you wish you had but really want it, then I suggest the same to you. Condition your mind. And here is how I recommend you go about it. So a few steps. One, become aware of your thoughts. Figure out what you're thinking. I have to tell you, I actually noticed my climbing thinking obsession sometimes in the car. And I did question it a few times. And I even wondered, why am I not dreaming about standing on stage talking to thousands? I do that sometimes, but not often. Because dreaming about climbing came easier. I knew how to climb. I have climbed. And doing it only reinforced more thoughts about climbing. I wanted to do more of it. I had momentum. 
but speaking is a new thing for me. I never spoke in front of a large audience, and that is exactly why we have to begin thinking about it, because it's new to our brain. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Start first by noticing where your thoughts are. Not every thought, of course, but see if you can detect certain things that you think about a lot. Bills to pay, a partner or a certain friend, work. What is on your mind for large stretches of the day? I shared my climbing example with you because it's the first thing I noticed that needs changing. I commute every day and there isn't much else I can do while I'm in the car. The brain has a break and it thinks. Find a moment of the day where you are idle. Maybe it's your lunch break or in the morning as you wake up and then watch your thoughts during that time. Second, figure out what you want to be thinking about. What is your goal? What do you want to accomplish? And be very clear, just like in my case. I have competing things that are all important to me, but what is most important? What requires a singular focus? You see, this doesn't mean the other things in your life won't get done like I was worried about. Like I just shared with you, I still go climbing. But the things that matter most will get more of your attention and ultimately more of your time only when you start focusing on them more. The other stuff will get done without a lot of added effort. Don't worry about those. You already have a routine for them. Like I have, I have climbing friends. I have weekends where I can afford to go. I will still go. These things will still happen. But slowly, you need to start making time for the other things. The thing that requires a singular focus is usually something you want, but you are trying not to think about. Maybe it's a strained relationship with a friend that needs repair, a project or a new client, that camera that is waiting to be taken out to shoot, that job that is just not making you happy. What do you want to see improve, change or succeed? Next, find the time. This is critical. Just like you trained a muscle on a schedule that you created, you also need to create a schedule to think new thoughts. The mind is also a muscle, and like your biceps, your quads, your pecs, and every other muscle, it needs constant stimulation to get stronger. And consistency is key. My climbing dreams happened on a schedule, every day in the car. I didn't consciously choose this. It happened. Many habits and mannerisms we have happen even though we never actually chose them. We started them one day and maybe they felt good, so we did it again. Maybe thinking about quitting smoking doesn't feel as good as thinking about your next cigarette. But if it's something you really want, you need to start. Find a good time. For me, the car works. On the way home from work, I'm often too tired to do anything, concentrate on a podcast or think about complicated things. And I need music to get energy into me so I can feel motivated for my workout. Music is a great way to get your mind primed. Most of us listen to music in the gym when working out those muscles. Maybe give music a try to work out the muscles of your brain. I find it easier than just sitting there in silence and forcing a specific thought. I even have specific songs that remind me of climbing. I don't even know why probably because I listened to them and then I thought about climbing. 
So I will not use those songs when I want to focus on speaking. I'll pick something else. Find a good time that works with your schedule. As little as five minutes can be enough. Next, and most importantly, envision success. In my thoughts about climbing, I didn't fall. I was climbing those difficult cracks. I was a successful climber. A huge stretch goal, but if you are serious about your goal, you have to see success. You have to feel it in your body. Why? Because those feel-good chemicals will give you the motivation you currently don't have to get going. And that motivation will help your brain notice opportunities in your life to get you started. We sometimes say that doors will open. Doors open because we now actually notice them. Someone looking for a specific item to purchase, like a car, doesn't just magically notice this item. They are focused on it. This step, your win, your success, this will be your leap into action. It is highly critical that you envision success because it will get you going. It will give you energy, positive energy, and it will help you start noticing opportunities. Ideas will come to you. This is how you start. And for the last step, number five, don't stop. As long as you have a dream, keep dreaming. And sometimes you don't follow your passion because it's not yet a passion. It might be a dream, a hope, an idea, but it's not a passion until you vigorously pursue it. Thinking about it every day will give you this momentum that you're currently lacking. By conditioning your mind, you will bring the change into your life that you're currently seeking. Simply do what I did. Think of an example from your life where you did this. You really wanted to be with a person and that person came into your life. You really wanted a certain event to happen and it did. We all have trained our minds to focus on something before and we were successful with it. We can do it again now with what we really want. Give it a try my friends and let me know how it goes. Much love.